Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nhte.net. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Texas, my guest is a Christian singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist whose new album, Where Truth Meets Grace, was just released at the end of May. In just the first month of being on YouTube, a video for one of the songs from that album got close to 16,000 views. You can find him every Sunday at Willow Drive Church in Lake Jackson, Texas, which is south of Houston. He has quite a story to tell, which I'm sure we will hear a lot about today. You've been hearing a song of his entitled, Not Like Us. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Doug Shea. Hey, Bruce. How are you? Hi, Doug. Thank you very much for your time this afternoon. That's my pleasure. Well, let's have you start off, please, by telling the listeners about the song that was just playing, Not Like Us, especially since I was talking over so much of it. (laughs) Not Like Us is... um... It's a song that kind of challenges, um, I believe it challenges us as Christians. I was, um, what's inspired the song once was I was driving down, um, two events inspired the writing of it. And I was driving down the street and I saw this cross that was super, super tall in the air and this big group of people, uh, surrounding this place. And I I was like, wow, what's going on here? So Mm. I drove by and I found out that it was this, a bunch of people that were standing around an abortion clinic and mm. some people were fighting to get through. And there was just this unbelievable spirit of anger. And it made me so sad. It made me so sad inside because I, I'm, I'm a hundred percent pro-life. Don't get me wrong. It's just, I really feel that when it comes to like talking about Jesus Christ, when it comes to being resent, uh, representing Jesus Christ, we need to be as humble and as gentle as possible. And I think that we should stand up for for um, uh, that abortions don't take place. But at the same time, I think that Jesus also sees the person that's going through the struggle right now to try and decide to have an abortion. And it was a it was a it was a a thought that passed through my mind another time. And I just saying, wow, God, Jesus, thank you. You're not like us, you know? Mm. And, and, and then I, I drove by and there is a, a, one of our big political presidential elections and campaign billboards all over this church. And I thought to myself, I just don't think that's the right place to do it. Political and, billboards on a church. Correct. Wow. And, wow. And, oh, I, I've seen it quite a bit. So it's not, it wasn't just like a one-time occurrence and it really just, you know, it just really kind of, we're kind of getting into this place where we're starting to, uh, we're trying, we're kind of bleeding our, our own personal opinion into 
leaving ourselves, instead of leaving ourselves open to gain someone's respect that might want to know about the gospel. Like what if someone, what if someone is, say, a Republican and there's a Democrat sign on the church? You know, the, the, the way that the country's going right now, I'm not certain that person would feel safe going to that church. And that makes me very sad because it's like we're really closing the doors on someone that, that, that needs to find a, a safety and shelter, you know, and, and we're, we're bleeding things together that I think aren't altogether biblical and they're definitely not loving. And that's, that's the whole basis of Jesus Christ. Well, and, you know, St. Francis of Assisi said, preach the gospel, use words if, if necessary. And so if you're going to live in that way, uh, not only do you, do you not have to shout things at people, but, you know, you, you have to reflect the gospel in, in simply the way that you carry yourself. And so you're right. If, if there's people outside someplace like an abortion clinic and maybe you're trying to be peaceful, but all of a sudden, you know, you're taking, and, and I'm saying this literally, a physical hardline stance against these people so that they do, as you said, have to fight to get through you. Well, then you're, you're you know, you might as well, you know, yell stuff at them also because you're not preaching the gospel by the way that you're carrying yourself physically at that at that moment. Correct. Yeah. Well, so I'm curious then, um, you know, from, from the standpoint of of everything that you just described inspired this song, was it a case of, hey, this is all making me think of of a song that I should write and you pulled over? Is it, no, I waited till I got home or is it, no, 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 Bruce, this was a few weeks later. I remembered back about that. You know, what, what was kind of the timing of it? Uh, I would say that was like probably a, a two month process of writing that song. Mm. It was a matter of like really praying on what to say, what mm-hmm. to say, because I don't want to come across like, I don't believe that standing up against abortion is wrong. I, I believe that we should, be pro-life. I believe the Bible teaches us that. And, 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 but at the same time, I think that we needed, I needed to find a way that we need to be loving to this person. What has this person gone through the world that they're at this place of desperation so much? And how can we love this person? And how can we start creating do different, different ways of expression to these people to let them know that they're loved, let them know that there's other options, let them know that there's, they're, you know, just educating them in a way that, that that's biblical. You know, uh, you know, and, and, and same with the political side too. I, I just, I stopped talking political, like, you know, probably seven, eight years ago. Cause I, I got to the point where it was like, look, I'd rather have someone ask me about salvation instead of being afraid to ask me a salvation because I don't agree with opinion about our, our, our country. Yeah. And I just like to get the, the songwriting element in, into the conversation just because we do spend so much time in the show talking, uh, not always, not, not exclusively with songwriters, but when we do, everybody has a different process. And, and you hear stories on this show about, you know, someone I jumped up in the middle of the night and, you know, recorded something into my iPhone or, uh, you know, or mm-hmm. the song came to me, uh, you know, a guest a couple of weeks ago, um, Doug Clark, he's a uh, country uh, singer songwriter based in the UK, um, but <laughs> it was to me what what I thought was rather non traditional. And he said that it's actually more uh, common for him than not. But um, he said the quicker you write the song, the better the song is. And and that was said because he had just finished talking about uh, having written a song in twenty five minutes. So um, mm. again, I didn't know if you know if this was something that you recognized in the moment that hmm, there's there's a song in here yeah. somewhere. 
I would say there, I'd recognized it, it as a song and it mm-hmm. needed to marinate because it was yeah, such a sensitive yeah. topic. Yeah. Well, uh, I mentioned in the intro that your new album, uh, which is called Where Truth Meets Grace, just came out at the end of May. Congratulations on that. Uh, a whopping 14 songs on this release. Give the, <laughs> the listeners an overview of this album, Doug. The album is really a six-year journey that I've been on since I've had some miraculous moments in my life with what Jesus happened. Um, and basically... Every single song on here has a story to tell about someone that I witnessed or an experience that I personally went through. And every single one of them is how Jesus rectified all those situations. He, he became, he, he made my life anew, so to speak, in every one of those situations. He grew me in situations through, um, songs where I saw other people and what they were going through and, and I could see the fruit growing from, from where, where they were standing as the song was being written. It's just, to me, the album is really just a a, a complete faith story put to song basically. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, well, as I said, um, congratulations. And I, and I'd like to point out, that it's 14 songs because you know that's that's not that's not standard operating procedure it seems like more and more artists are are putting out albums that have you know maybe eight or nine tracks on it and, and here you are with you know so i don't want to overstate it but somewhere in the neighborhood of double that so that's a that's a pretty uh aggressive effort on your part over over what period of time would you say that the album came together i mean you're talking about a six-year period of your life but maybe you know when did when did it start looking like okay this is all going towards an album and then you know P.S. it happened to be fourteen songs by the time it was finished. I would say that if you would have asked me in two thousand at the very tail end of two thousand fourteen if I was going to be doing music anymore, I would have told you no. Wow, wow! <laughs> and oh I was already gosh. had and I already had these songs like well a chunk of the songs written. Um, Three of them or three of them I put down on that demo CD that came out in 2013 just to kind of see if that's where God wanted me to go. Um, but yeah, I really had some experiences where God said, I want you to do this. And he let me know he wanted me to do it. So, Wow. Amazing. Uh, amazing. And as, as we all know too well, you know, that's his timing is always perfect, but it doesn't mean that it's that it's our timing. And, no. and there's there's proof positive of that right there. Uh, I, I did want to, to point out, um, and, and those of you that are regular listeners to this show, thank you so much. I thank you every week, and, and I, I say it because I do truly, truly appreciate everyone who, who listens to this show from all over the world. Uh, news just in today is that we've added another new country, so we're up to 117 now. Uh, wow. But I, I wanted to mention to those listeners, I, I hope uh, you don't mind when I repeat some questions, but I, I know that there are a lot of listeners who are up-and-comers that are singers, songwriters, uh, artists, musicians, entertainers that are trying to learn from the guests. And and where I'm going with all this, Doug, as it relates to you, is from what I saw in my research, it looks like you did a Kickstarter campaign for the album. And so I wonder how you found that experience to be. The Kickstarter experience was a... um, It was a step in the confirmation that God wanted me to do it. It was one of those things where it said, okay, Lord, I, uh, 
I, I can't do this. I, my wife and I can't put the money together to make this happen. There's just no possible way. Um, so I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I have these songs written now and I'm going to ask you to do what the, the, the heavy lifting basically. And so that was really one of the chief reasons why I did the, the Kickstarter, um, campaign because I wanted to be 100% certain that this was, um, where God wanted me to go. And it's, it's like we, it, it went beyond my, my wildest dreams. Mm. I set the Kickstarter at a certain point and literally got over double of it on the back end. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, what, 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 when you say on the back end, um, well, people came in and people came from all the different churches and, 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 fan bases that I've had in previous, uh, in a previous band and, uh, said they didn't want to give money to Kickstarter. So ah, I'm just sending you, okay. we're just sending you a check. Wow. Wow. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. That's beautiful. And that's, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth. I, I want to say that's obviously affirmation from the Lord that, you know, you were doing his work that, that he was calling you to, but, uh, am, am I, am I putting words in your mouth or is that, is that not at all? That's yeah. accurate. Yeah, well, congratulations because you know we have heard some stories on this show before, and that's why I apologize to the listeners because I know we've we've talked about uh, crowdfunding campaigns before with other guests on this show. Um, whenever the topic comes up, I always talk about uh, Elena, a singer songwriter from Nashville, um, and it was actually her second time being on the show, and uh, she talked about the fact that. Um, and I, I really felt rather ignorant that I had no idea. I guess I give society a little too much credit. Uh, this was on episode 62, by the way, listeners, if you want to go back to and listen to Elena tell the story. But she talked about how people uh, put in false pledges on, on websites like Kickstarter. And so, you know, someone like Doug or, or whoever is running their campaign, all of a sudden think, wow, look at all this money I have coming in. This is terrific. And it turns out, um, you know, that the people are are doing this fraudulently. Um, she ended up being successful. She caught those early on enough. Um, so I'm glad to hear that yours was was <laughs> more than a success, as you just described. That that people came out of the woodwork and said, "Well, here, I just I just want to give it to you, you know, independent of of what you're doing online with Kickstarter." Yeah, I, that's that sounds terrible. I didn't have any experience like that. Well, that's great. Um, we're not going to play it here on the show, but uh, your song Align My Heart to Send is the song that I referred to in the intro uh, as far as success on YouTube. A very interesting video. I, I want the listeners to go watch it, but when they do, Doug, tell them what they are going to see in that video. Um, when I was in the post-production of this album and I was working with just me, myself and the drummer, I had a clear moment of God speaking to me. And I was playing this song and I heard these voices come from my heart and go right to my head. And it was like, not an, uh, not, not, um, audible voice. It was, is a very strong emotional feeling that vividly kind of showed pictures. And it was this voice that said, you need to make this your first music video and you need to make this about a ministry and you need to make this about a homeless ministry. Hmm. And I started thinking to myself, well, yeah, this album has got to be more about God. It's got to be more about the kingdom. It's got to be more about all that stuff. A week later, my worship band that I was with uh, back in Wisconsin, we were playing at a church as a guest worship band and a 
speaker came up and started talking about the homeless ministry he was doing in Milwaukee. <laughs> I went and I went and I talked to the guy and he told me all about it because I, I didn't have any idea that it was going on. So basically he said he was looking for someone that actually would, would document it in a way. And so it was like God put us, the two of us together in like the most perfect scenario where, where I was able to take and, and, and join along on this homeless ministry for a while and um, be a part of it, which was just a blessing in itself. But I wanted to show people, you know, what it means for, the, I mean, there's, there's tons of people in this video that are sacrificing their time, like once a month, every month in the bitter cold of Wisconsin. There's a, this pastor, he's just, he's just goes over the top with just loving the homeless people. And it was just such a clear reflection of Jesus that I just wanted to show that, you know, this stuff does go on and, 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 and there are ministries out there and, and hopefully it would encourage people to like dive into their hometown and find if there's a ministry like that, because it's so rewarding. It, it's such a blessing to see the joys, joy on their faces. And I just wanted to make it a video that really, instead of talking about align my heart to send, you know, here I am, send me, send me. Why don't I show a video of people actually doing it? Well, so. I, I wonder, though, do you have any advice? Because I, I, I don't want to overstate it, but it's a little challenging to watch that video. It's, it's, it does weigh very heavily on your heart. And, you know, people are called to different things. And some people might say, I, I do want to serve the church. Um, but I think something like that scares people. I think you know, sure. it, it gets very heavy on their heart. And they say, I just don't think I can be around that. And it's possible that's something that you're going to have to pray through discernment. But, you know, I, I always say it like this. It was uncomfortable for me, but when Peter walked on the water, there was 11 other people in the boat. And if you think, you know, and if, and if you think if Peter wasn't terrified when he did that, it, <laughs> nicely it's just said, nicely God, said. God has his way of like stretching us. He wants to grow us. He wants to bring us to a place of out of our comfort zone. And to be honest with you, from my experiences, that's where I've grown the most. Well, yeah, because as as you say with the Peter analogy, you know, in those cases, we we are literally stepping stepping out in faith. Exactly. You know, this is this is not going to be easy. I'm a little uncomfortable, you know, but I know that Jesus is the one calling me to this. So, uh, yeah, you know, he'll he'll guide me. Uh, I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Texas is singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist Doug Shea. Visit his official website at www.dougshea.com. His last name is spelled S-H-E-A. He is very much on social media at dougshea.com. You will find links to his Facebook page, his official YouTube channel, Twitter, and Instagram. He and his music are also available on Reverb Nation and SoundCloud. Of course, do purchase his music. It's available on his website, as well as on iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, and other online retailers. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in now hear this entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we have on nhte.net the full audio, plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, and quotes from the guest on each show. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it so easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. We are thrilled to now be on Google Play Music too. 
Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you very much. Please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. If you are a fan of the Christian genre, get a pen or pencil ready. And in a moment here, I'll give you some past episodes you can listen to with other Christian guests. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And by the way, whether you're going to look for Doug's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Other Christian artists that have appeared in this show way back on episode 11, Lindsay McCall, episode 22, Juliana Zobrist, episode 39, Ellie Holcomb. She was the 2014 Dove Awards New Artist of the Year. Uh, Episode 82, someone that you might know, Doug, Danan Kane. Uh, episode 91, Kelly Manu. She's a gospel artist from Canada. Uh, one of uh, rapidly becoming one of the most popular episodes, episode 92 with Johnny Diaz. Episode 97, Karen Williams. And then again, our big milestone episode, episode 100, uh, Lindsay McCall was again the guest. Uh, Doug, let's also be sure that we give you a chance to mention your band members. Go ahead and tell the listeners who else you perform with and what they each do. Well, my wife is the keyboardist, piano player, uh, synth player. She's, um, she sings as well. She does all the female backing vocals. And I think, and one of the tracks she kind of is more showcased in. So she's vocal and keyboard piano. Uh, Kurt Kratowitz, he's a drummer I've been drumming with back when we were in the touring secular days together. And he's uh, been drumming with me for a long, very long time. And Aaron Hill, who is, uh, the bass player, he's, um, he plays a bunch of instruments as well. He's very talented. Um, and he rolls kind of into that that whole third, that first album that I have on my website, the Shea Hill. So, Well, uh, hats off to your wife. I, I listened, to, obviously, to the songs that you sent me in preparation for today's show. And <laughs> this sounds bad, telling the guest. I was drawn to the female voice. And it's like, well, what does that say about mine? <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not, not saying it that way, but it did raise my curiosity. I thought, I wonder who the female singer is because it's, it, it is drawing my attention. Um, well, to start getting into your story here, first of all, uh, I mentioned listeners that Doug is in Texas, um, but he is originally from Wisconsin. So, Doug, where in Wisconsin are you from and, and how and when did you get started in music? Uh, well, I'm I'm born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, lived there pretty much uh, all my life. Um, I started music. I mean, my mom forced me to play guitar since I was <laughs> five or six. Wow. So I've been playing guitar forever. Wow. And then tinkered around with everything else since. But <laughs> guitar has always been my deal. And then back in like the um, early 2000s, um, I started like getting into like a, a popular secular band that started touring all over the United States. We were opening up for like... Uh, huge bands, huge bands like Lifehouse and Creed. And I mean, it's crazy. Wow. And, uh, God really yanked me out of that accord toward the closer of like, uh, you know, 2008 kind of, kind of more between 2004, 2008 kind of was a transition of like finally leaving. <laughs> and, um, so that, uh, 
yeah, I guess that's pre- and then and then I kind of went into the the, the Shea Hill album and then kind of moved into what I'm doing now. Yeah, the, I did. I did want to give you a chance before we get into more of your story. I want to make sure the listeners know about the music that was released before this new Where Truth Meets Grace album. Um, you and I talked off air uh, before we we started the program today. So just fill the listeners in on, on what else you had put out there before this newest one, because uh, Shea Hill, people might be saying, well, what's he talking about? Well, I, I wanted to do this is right after I got out of the secular world and I was still trying. I was still still searching God. And it started all from when my wife's uh, father got cancer and was dying. And it started right there, and I heard her crying in the other room asking why. And I was searching the Bible, and I was starting to read the Bible more and more, and I started to stumble onto some of the Psalms with David. And and I loved how open and honest he was with him. So I decided to write, I was just moved instantly to write this album that's literally a two-way conversation between myself and God about certain situations I was going through. And it was right at the start of like me really starting to have a relationship with God. And then as I moved out of that, it was, okay, God, can I write songs that, you know, directly say your name? Can I, because there was a period where I just felt so dirty and I felt so vile. How could I ever write songs for the Lord? I just, I, I, I couldn't fathom it. And a couple songs popped out um, after seeking him and, and praying and some events that happened that triggered them. And I, I just said, okay, I'm going to put these, I'm going to, I'm going to dip my toes in the water. I'm just going to do these little demos right here. I'm going to do this little demo four song EP. And then he moved me into this whole life changing experience. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. And so listeners, uh, when you do visit Doug's website, you're going to, you're going to see um, available for purchase. There's uh, an album called the elegy of me but but the artist is listed as shea hill uh, and then as you're hearing doug talk about there's another one uh, called kingdom bridges and that one is uh, released under the name doug shea but that is a a four song ep um, and, and as i said uh, this is all available to you to look at on dougshea.com Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is when you are being interviewed, particularly on radio, TV, or even a podcast, be sure to use the interviewer's name. It will show that you remember and care about who you are talking to, and it personalizes it more. Do it more than once during the interview, but don't go overboard saying that person's name in every answer you give. And that is today's Bruce's bonus. How about that? Helpful? There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show. To make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers, to get the tips in one concise format, there is a Bruce's Bonus Book, Volume 1, and a Bruce's Bonus Book, Volume 2, for purchase in ebook format, giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40 and 41 to 80, respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery. Just backing up, Doug, you talked before about your mother put you put a guitar in your hands at, at approximately the age of five. Um, 
singing? Did, did it just kind of come to you? Was that at the same age? Did you eventually take voice? Did you start singing later? Yeah. Singing was really crazy. I had, I was one of those guys that was one of those virtuoso guitar players. I could just shred up the electric guitar like wow. nobody's business at one time. Wow. And I just, you know, I, I, I wanted to start a secular band, like I said, and, and, um, we auditioned all, I was writing these songs and we auditioned these singers and like, gosh, these singers, they just don't, I don't get it. They don't have this heart that I'm looking for. I don't, hmm. I don't understand it. They got, some people have techniques. So basically I was just, you know, through college and stuff, I started to like really plug into like vocal lessons. And then I just said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. <laughs> and, that's how, <laughs> and that's how it happened. It was just that crazy. Wow. Wow. That's, that's cool. It's, you know, it it just it all it all feeds into to what is really a, a very interesting story. I, I want to go ahead now and and get into your testimony because you do have a very powerful story to share. Um, I guess where would you like me to start? It's so long. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can you know you can somewhere between uh, you know we don't we don't want you to do twenty five words or less, but obviously you know we're yeah. also keeping an eye on the time. Uh, you know, I in in particular, I'm I'm just going to tip my hand a little bit um, at at one topic that I was hoping that you would talk about, and and uh, it's not something that comes up very often at all in this show, but I, I think it is helpful. Um, you know, in, in a few different regards, meaning for the listeners to hear about, um, I'm, I'm talking about uh, episode 19 with Danny Brooks. Um, he talked about this, and, and Danny does blues music, but, um, you know, he also uh, is a self-proclaimed, uh, you know, he, he's a believer, and, um, you know, he doesn't hesitate to to bring the gospel into his music and, and into his business dealings and, and things of that nature. Danny's, uh, well, he's Canadian, but he, he lives in Texas these days and huh. was down here through Florida uh, not too long ago. We had him back on the show, episode 106. Uh, but I'm talking about addiction, um, and, and, and Danny yeah. talked about the struggles that he had with addiction at one point in his life and, and how he's you know used his experiences not only in his music, but he actually does a prison ministry um, largely as, as, as part of what he does with his music. So, you know, some of that, Doug, from, from your story yeah. and, and anything else you want to share, um, because we do have those listeners around the world who certainly there are people that are listening to this episode because they know who you are and they want to hear this interview and, and your music. But there are other people who are, you know, in, in Fiji and, and are, yeah. are kind enough to listen to the show because for some reason they actually <laughs> like me um, or, or at least the guests that I have on every week. And so they're just being introduced to Doug Shea for the first time. So I, I know your story will resonate with a lot of people in a lot of countries. So as I am, um, I was, I was always struggling with um, manic depression, bipolar, um, mental illness, pretty much my whole life. And when I was, um, and it basically turned me into a person that took and took and took from every single person that I could meet. Mm. I, I, when I was in the secular band, I literally wrote over everybody like a freight train. Mm. Like I think people really felt me likable. And I, because I think there is this this goodness that God planted deep down inside me. But because of the events that had happened to me, um, in my youth and I started to run away from God and I started to try and handle all these things on my own. 
the mental illness really started to take hold of itself. And I, I remember trying prescription medicine for the first time and thinking to myself, wow, I can actually feel happiness. I really feel happy right now. This is just awesome that I can actually smile, that it's not this mood swing that I'm so overly happy one minute and then all of a sudden I'm so overly angry or then I go into so overly sad in the next second. And it was, it's the most um, unnerving feeling to have when you don't have control over who you are in a lot of ways. Um, and it pulls you into a place and it pulled me into a place and, and over the course, really over the course of that uh, Elegy and Me album uh, of a place where I really just wanted to end it. I really, really wanted it to be over. And it's not that I, it's not that I didn't love my wife. It's not that I didn't want to see my friends. It's not. I just wanted to stop. You know, you're just so sick and tired of it every mm-hmm. single day. You're so sick and tired of it. I hate the way I treat people. I hate the way I feel. I hate feeling so sad all the time. Mm. I hate feeling when I'm happy. I'm spastically happy. Oh, you know, I, you know, I, I. It's so unnerving. And so I started really diving more and more and more into like prescription medicine and just buying it from people that <laughs> and, and and trying to plateau off that mood. And, and I, I, I knew it was wrong. And, and I, I eventually just said I, I didn't want to do it anymore. And I started to kind of like wean myself off and I'd go into these weird bouts of um, – abysmal thoughts, really bad thoughts. Mm. Like I'd be driving and think to myself, how can I crash this car in a way that'll end my life, but Monica will still be able to get life insurance and she'll be wow. taken care of and wow. she'll be able to have a husband that actually can show her the love she deserves. <sighs> those, are the, those are the thoughts that are going through my mind, okay? Mm. Um, so there was one day I was, I was working and I, and I started to start to wean off this over the course of like months and months and months. And this is, this is where the six year journey starts. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, I was in a, it was in a, in this truck and I was driving and I remember it clear as day. I was listening to Matt Mars spirit, spirit and the bride song. And I was listening to it and I started just smashing. I felt so horrible. It was coming upon me so hard again. I started smashing my fist on the, on the, on the steering wheel. And I, I've been, I've been seeking out the Lord this whole time. I've really, this is the only strength that I've had that it was allowing me to like, like actually wean myself off this junk. You know, I was able to go like weeks without, and then take it for like, you know, one pill and then go weeks and then take maybe mm. a pill or two, you know, mm-hmm. it was really starting to wean off. Mm-hmm. And it was all because I was starting to seek God. I was starting to pray to God. I was starting wow. to read the Bible. Wow. I was starting to, to really dive in the church again. Amazing. And, and I was in this vehicle and I was listening to songs and all I was listening to is Christian music. I just, I, I don't want, I didn't want to listen to anything that had anything to do, but glory to God. I just, I just needed that reinforcement in my life. Beautiful. And I started pounding on the steering wheel. I was like screaming at the top of my lungs, take it away, take it away, take it away. You can't break your word. You told me you would be there for me if I asked. And I screamed, I'm screaming it so much that my voice is hoarse. Wow. And all of a sudden I'm driving and this unbelievable feeling of love falls upon me. It just, it enraptures my whole body while I'm driving. I feel like I'm in this like, 
I'm almost feel like I'm numb, but I'm alive at the same time. Like I'm, I'm full of electricity, but I'm, but I'm at complete peace. Mm -hmm. I have this joy that's coursing through me that I've never experienced before. And I felt, I felt something go deep inside me and grab stuff out of inside me internally. And it came, it it was like, it ripped it out of it, like weeds from wet grass. Hmm. And it was like this experience that happened. And I've never been the same since I've never taken anything since I don't have any, I don't wrestle with any mental illness anymore. It was so, it was so beautiful, so profound that the second I walked through the door and I mean, the second I walked through the door, my wife just looked at my face and went, wow, what happened to you? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So that was that was really the start of like um of this of this album. Amazing. Basically. It was Amazing. like I started, okay, I'm gonna start to write some songs, you know, along the along what's going on. Well, you know, I, I, I have to imagine that that it's probably still difficult to talk about that and, and thank you for for sharing your heart and, and, and telling that story at the same time, it, it's obviously going to give hope to a whole lot of people that, that need to hear that, that, that are, you know, in, in a dark place themselves. And, and to know that, you know, we all know that we have hope in God, but I think in, in, in those dark times that you're alluding to, we forget. And, and you do look for the answer uh, in a pill or in a bottle or, or, or whatever it is. Uh, right. And so, you know, yours is, is, is great testimony um, as painful as it might still be, for you to tell that, but I know that, that there, um, you know, it's, it's a good pain for you to have because you, because you came through it and, and you're helping other people, uh, by telling the story. And, and of course, with the music that you're doing now. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I wish I had someone in here to, to, to read this for me because it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's emotional to hear that, but, uh, the show must go on as they say, um, I've, I've still got some other questions I want to ask you, sure. but, uh, sure. in the meantime, I am Bruce Wozniak and joining me today on the now here, this entertainment guest line from Texas is singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, Doug Shea. Visit his official website at www.dougshea.com. His last name is spelled S H E A. He is very much on social media at dougshea.com. You will find links to his Facebook page, his official YouTube channel, Twitter, and Instagram. He and his music are also on Reverb Nation and on SoundCloud. Of course, do purchase his music. It's available on his website as well as on iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, and other online retailers. As you heard us discuss, he has two other releases that came out before this newest CD. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in Now Hear This Entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we've got the full audio there, plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, and quotes from the guest on each show. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free, and it makes it very easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. We are thrilled to also be on Google Play Music now. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you, and please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I rattled off a list before of other episodes that have featured Christian artists. I'll just give the numbers quickly. Those were episodes 11, 22, 39, 82, 91, 92, 97, and 100. And for those of you who 
Our regular listeners to this show, I can't say it enough. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And as I mentioned before, whether you're going to look for Doug's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. Um, Doug, your sound has been compared to Jeremy Camp, which I definitely hear as well. Would you go so far as to say that he has been one of your influences or is it just someone that you sound like? I think if I, I, of course I have like a a handful of people that I would say influence me, but (sighs) Jeremy Camp is just, um, he's, he's probably the one that, uh, that touches that God speaks through in such a powerful way to me that um, I'd have to put him at the top for me, you know. Um, that experience that I talked uh, to you about earlier, literally that Saturday prior, that happened on a Thursday, that Saturday prior, I was at his worship, a worship concert with, mm. with him, and it was one of the very first ones where I, com- it, I, it was the first one, actually, that I completely let go and I said, God, whatever you want me to do. And I didn't care what anybody w- was around me thinking, whether I was raising my hands, mm-hmm. where I was uh, mm-hmm. on my knees, where I, whatever I was doing, where I was singing songs. I didn't care about anything except me singing to the Lord. And Jeremy Camp led me into that place of worship. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so his music's very special to me, but he's also got this, this other place in my heart that's very special. In fact, I have a bracelet from that show that says Overcome. Mm. from his concert, that very concert that's on my wrist right now is on my wrist ever since that day. Oh, amazing. Amazing. I I do wonder people who follow you on Instagram will see that you attend a lot of the big name contemporary Christian concerts. Is, Is that purely for worship or do you find that as a Christian artist that you're looking to see how some of the leaders in the industry are doing things that you can take away for what, for your music? I think for the most part, I, I go there because I am a, a worship pastor at a church. And when you're a worship pastor for a church every Sunday, you're worship leading. And when you're worship leading, you can't fully always be 100% worshiping. You have to have like 5 to 10% your eye on, the, uh, eye on what's going on right now. You have to have a little bit of what's going on. So the main reason why I go to those, those places is literally so that I can worship. And just let go. <laughs> and a little, and of course, there's a little bit of all that in there too, because, you know, um, I play music too, and I lead worship at a church, and it's nice to see how things are, how other people are doing things. And it's gotcha. always that, those are always, those are more of the, I would say the fringe benefits of going to the concert. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of some of the big name artists that you've gone to see, is there a goal of yours as a, as a Christian recording artist yourself in terms of a big Christian event that you'd like to be part of playing at a, you know, a major festival or event? I, I, I'm going to say probably the biggest one that's out there only because I live so close to it that, that I'm, I'm familiar because I'm a regular attendee of Night of Joy every year over in Orlando at Disney. And, and of course, they also have Rock the Universe at Universal Studios. Is there something on your radar out there where you say, you know what, one day I'd like to be playing at, at insert major Christian event here? I think that would be an amazing blessing to play any of those events, like a winter jam or something like that. I, I think any of that stuff would be an amazing blessing. But for me, I just really, I just really want to know where God wants me right now. I just really want, I just really want him to direct my life 
and I'm going to be happy wherever that is, as long as he's with there through, with me through that whole journey. It would be so joyful to say, hey, I played with Jeremy Camp. It'd be so joyful to say, hey, I, you know, I was at uh, one of those events and third day played right after me. It would be such a joyful thing. But nothing really brings me more joy than knowing that that's where God wants me. So I don't really have those sights. I don't really have those things going through my mind. Like, it's very strange for me because when I was in a secular world, I was very much like that. I would think to myself, I got to get on this bill at Summerfest. I got to uh, be opening up for this band. And I, and I'm okay. I don't think like that anymore. And I'm, and I'm, I'm really okay with that. You know, if nice. that makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Doug, we're going to close today with a song of yours called give me your pain. Before we let you go, tell the listeners all about this song. If you would, please. It's literally a song about giving like exactly what I talked about earlier about giving your pain to him. We're so set on thinking that we have to get ourselves cleaned up before we come to church. And the truth of the matter is, is that we can never get ourselves cleaned up enough without Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's just the way it is. And that song is literally Jesus talking to the listener. Beautiful, beautiful. Doug, God bless you. Thank you for for your time on the show. And and thank you very much for, for the work that you're doing in his name for the kingdom. Thank you so much for your time. (laughs) Yeah, my pleasure. Listeners, that will do it for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist Doug Shea. Be sure to visit his website, www.dougshea.com, and then engage with him on social media. So that means like his Facebook page, follow him on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to his YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell him you heard him and his music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Remember that he is also on Reverb Nation and SoundCloud. Of course, do purchase his music. It's available for purchase on DougShea.com, as well as iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, and other online retailers. Don't forget to visit www.nhte.net and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you're listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and repost episodes there. That's how you share on that platform. And you can also follow on SoundCloud. Let's get your feedback on the show, too. Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel on nhte.net. Plus, there's a link there to this show on Instagram or send us an email. The email address is on the contact page of nhte.net. We have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online on their website at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in Crystal Blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Doug Shea. This is the one he just talked about. It's called Give Me Your Pain.
I see you.